Hi, this is Marla Gibbs, also known as Florence on the Jeffersons, Mary on 227, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. Very, very happy to welcome three of the stars of the original Dynasty. John James, Jack Coleman, and Gordon Thompson. Dynasty, of course, the iconic ABC primetime soap opera from the 1980s that gave its viewers around the world a taste of glitz and glamour every week amidst outrageous plot lines and even bigger catfights. John... Jack and Gordon, uh, who are all joining us via Zoom this morning. John, Jack, and Gordon have been touring the country over the past year with their three-man reunion show called Cocktails with the Carringtons, which is an intimate evening of laughs and conversations in which John and Jack and Gordon share some behind-the-scenes stories of the original Dynasty with their audience, and occasionally, I understand, break out into song. If you are listening to us in Los Angeles or plan on being in L.A. during the Easter holidays, John, Jack, and Gordon will be bringing cocktails with the Carringtons to two venues in Hollywood. Uh, One is in Hollywood, one is in Burbank, uh, between Friday, April 15th, and Monday, April 18th. We'll explain all of that in just a second. John James, Jack Coleman, Gordon Thompson, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Thank you very you. much, Ed. It's a pleasure to nice be here. Nice to be here. John, I've read that the idea for Cocktails with the Carringtons started with you. Is that the case, or was it more of a collaborative? Well, <clears throat> yes, it started with me because I had to contact uh, Jack and, and Gordon to see if they'd be uh, crazy enough to do this idea with me. And, um, yeah, so I I was sitting around and I've, I've always admired nightclub acts, nightclub shows, the smaller venues, stuff that was happening in the sixties and kind of faded away in the seventies, the Vegas kind of showroom, not showroom, but you know, the smaller venues. And I just always loved that, that style of entertainment, uh, which has gone away. So I thought, well, how could I do something that would be a show? And I approached Jack and Gordon, and I, I gave them a kind of a rough outline of what I thought we could do. And I said, but what's most important, guys, I want it to be a show. I don't want it to be a boring post-screening at a film festival uh, dissertation about you know how we did the scene and how into the moment I was. Now, this has got to be, you have some jokes, it's got to have some heart. It's got to be scripted, even though it is not. We spent, uh, Ed, months on Zoom rehearsals going over each of the particular anecdotes and, that we wanted to share with the audience and add music, original music, that would fit the show. So I think it's I, it's quite unique, uh, guys. I mean, right? What do you think, Gordon, Jack? Oh, that question, Ed. Complete and a wonderful agent, a former agent of John's, um, Ed Jenny. Um, he and his wife just uh, they've never seen anything like this. They've been around for decades and they were so enthusiastic, it sort of made us feel even more sure that we had something special to offer. And we do, Jack. And when JJ said, I want music, well, I want to have a song or two or three. So I went to my buddy, Nick Marzok, who is an incredible uh, songwriter, 
singer composer and this even though the sort of the kind of rat packy thing that we're doing this uh um is not really his milieu he studied it and delved into it and has given us two incredible incredible songs one of which we are just starting to learn now um and uh but it's 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 fun it's it's the the songs are funny they're they're self-deprecating um and they're very much in the style of frank and dean and sammy and and those guys and so at, at first when he was like and i want there to be music i thought oh i'm not sure and then the more we delved into it the more we realized yeah that's a great idea and, it, and it's and it, it does add as as john was adamant about that it, an element of show to what could have been just you know as he said, a dissertation on my brilliant career. <laughs> Jack Coleman, who we just heard from, is with us via Zoom, along with John James and Gordon Thompson. John, Jack, and Gordon will be bringing their three-man dynasty reunion show, Cocktails with the Carringtons, to the Burbank Marriott Hotel, 2500 North Hollywood Way in Burbank, California, on Friday, April 15th and Saturday, April 16th. They'll also be bringing cocktails with Carringtons to the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, 7000 Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California, on Easter Sunday, Sunday, April 17th, as well as Easter Monday, Monday, April 18th. For tickets and information on these two events, as well as news and information on other upcoming venues, cocktailswiththecarringtons.com, cocktailswiththecarringtons.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. If you are a mental health professional or know someone who is, want to tell you about a special three-day retreat coming up in May that is specifically designed for those who work in the mental health field. It is called the Immersion, a weekend of wellness, and it takes place in Malibu, California, Friday, May 6th through Sunday, May 8th. To bridge traditional methods or Western thought with such Eastern modalities as the mystical, the metaphysical, and the spiritual the Immersion, a weekend of wellness retreat offers mental health professionals a unique opportunity to heal their own minds and bodies while also integrating whatever ideas that they deem valuable into their existing mental health practice, all in a beautiful environment. For details and more information, email info at welltime.com, W-E-L-L-T-Y-M-E info at welltime.com or if you're on instagram you can follow welltime or you can follow coda life goddess c-o-t-a life goddess on instagram for details to come as well you, you all three touched on the rat pack vibe that you bring to cocktails with the characters but john when you first described what you wanted to do i immediately thought of what danny k used to do both on his variety show and when he would do little venues um, back in the 60s and 70s, he was known for what was called the sit-down spot, where he would kind of sit down sort of on the edge of the stage and basically talk to the audience. And that sounds like that's exactly what you and Jack and Gordon are doing. You're exactly right. Our first show was in Palm Springs, and one of the fellows wrote a little blurb about seeing the show. And he said, it was as if I was sitting in your living room and you were sharing some of your best stories with me on a one-to-one -one basis. And that's how we deliver, how we interact with the audience. We share some of our best, some of our worst, some of our funniest <laughs> moments. And we don't cut any, any corners. 
and we're honest with them and then we break it up with a song <laughs> but um yeah that's exactly what we are doing it's it's and then of course we have a q a if, if we didn't cover anything everything i should say uh, so they could ask the questions. And sometimes I think that uh, we're actually going to be maybe doing, if somebody wants to, uh, you know, do a scene with us and play one of the oh, characters. Oh, wow. So it's it's a chance to act with the Carringtons. Yeah. You could actually pick up a script and play Fallon or Alexis with Adam, uh, Stephen, or Jeff. Okay. All right. So all right. So there's a there's a scripted element, so to speak, and that you choose the scenes yeah. you're willing to, to, to reenact with the yeah. audience. Okay. I mean, we haven't done that yet, but that's certainly it's in the works. <laughs> okay. If somebody wants to do it and is brave enough, that's us is brave enough to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a constantly evolving concept, and one of the great things about having the that show in Palm Springs was to sort of get a feel for what works and what doesn't and where we could make it better. And, you know, so it, it's a constantly evolving organism that I think we're going to really get down to a, a, a fairly precise science before it's all over. But in the meantime, we're, we're experimenting with, with different elements. But, uh, yeah, the idea of having someone come up on, on, on stage and, and read a scene with us is something that we've been we've been talking about we have not yet done but we we absolutely could do that well gordon uh tell ed about our, our title song the name of it oh jeez. i think i know you you look familiar yeah were we in high school i can't remember hold on i've got it you were on tv I mean, it all began again with JJ's wonderful idea of seeing people, and they sort of do a double take because we're we all still get people to recognize us in public, and it's kind of a, a double take thing. And are you? Oh, were you? Oh God! And that's he, the opening didn't song. Didn't you used to be? Yeah, is yeah. sort of uh, is is the title, and that's the the overarching theme too. And it was it was that was definitely John's idea. And then, uh, and then Nick and I expanded on it. Um, but it was, it's that, that thing that happens and it happens to me, it happens to me. And it's something I do as well as I will see somebody go, wait, 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 what, you know, and, um, it, it's just, it's one of those things that happens when you've been in the public eye for a long time, but people are not quite sure where they know you from. And, yeah. <laughs> And, and sometimes it's not too flattering. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, oh, well, yeah. well in, in your case, Gordon, yes, because you, you played one of the most vile characters on television on Dynasty. Oh, without question. I, I met my next door neighbor for the first time. I don't know why. His first words were, you played one of the nastiest people on television, didn't you? And the, I said, well, yes. <laughs> when that's your calling card yeah. is genuinely profoundly unpleasant at the same time for some reason very well educated horny um <laughs> attractive because everybody who worked for Aaron spelling had to be kind of thing it was a you had, you had to be and um so there was this one it was the best part for a guy i think on the show jack had the most important role for a man i had the best part for a guy in my opinion because yeah. the baddies are always much more fun yeah, the, guy, the, the devil always has the best lines and also has the most license. You can do things like, like you know, paint Jeff's room with lead. That's the kind of thing that 
you, know, you can't get away with if you're the if you're the ingenue. No, exactly. I was the baddie. JJ was the prince, and Jack was the oddball. Well, the, the you know what? It's funny that you mentioned being a bad guy, but I mean, Jack and I were. I mean, we were insulted because after the show, um, Mr. Thompson was mobbed. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, well, what about me? Am I like chopped liver or Jack? <laughs> Jack and I were there, you know, sucking I know, they were, they were, they were pushing JJ and me out. <laughs> <laughs> pushing us all away back to get to Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> we got trampled. <laughs> I had my head in Palm Springs post-show on the breast of... Uh, Joan Collins and Alexis Carrington, uh, drag queen wannabes. And it was the best. Joan had actually seen this individual do his, her thing. And it was brilliant. And I wish we don't have a photograph of it. There am I with my head nestling on Mama's bosom. It was very, very funny. And it, 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 everybody got it. Everybody gets that kind of thing. But you know what, and you know, the funny thing is, is that even though we, we laugh about people, and it is true, Jack, what Jack was saying, and it's, it's the song, Didn't You Used To Be. Yeah. We've also had moments, and all three of us share this in the show. I mean, I was in Boston. I was working there at a recording studio doing finishing work on a film that I was working on. And uh, I get into the elevator, and this very attractive older woman gets in, and she's got a Burberry raincoat on, typical Boston weather, and she stares at me. She says, my God, John James. And I said, hello. We got out of the elevator and she said, you know, when I was 16 years old, I was in Lebanon during the war. And I had a picture of you on my wall. And that was what got me through that terrible experience of the Lebanese revolution and the war there in Lebanon. She said, I just want to thank you for that. I said, can I? No, I just, I can't believe it. I knew one day I would meet you. I mean, that's, the you know, and that's, Dynasty had a, Gordon, worldwide, worldwide impact. I mean, it was big here. It was big here. But, of course, we had Dallas and we had two other shows, uh, Knott's Landing and... Uh, Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest. Yeah. And Dynasty, I think, and Dallas were the two kings and queens. But on, on the world scene, uh, I was in Serbia last year and the last year shooting a movie. And, I mean, still to this day, Dynasty means something. And in Serbia... Currently, they've licensed all of the shows from our show, original scripts, and are reshooting it in Serbia for the Balkans today. So I don't know why, Ed, maybe you know this because you cover TV, but why is Dynasty so like, I mean, it's iconic pop culture, I guess. Well, I mean, my, my best answer to that is... I will, t- I will tell the three of you the same thing I told Esther and Richard when I talked to them many years ago. Esther and Richard Shapiro, of course, the co-creators and executive producers of Dynasty. I was a Dallas guy. And back in the day, you were, you were Dallas or you were Dynasty. You were not necessarily both. But one of my best friends in the 80s, she always preferred Dynasty. And she said, I like Dynasty because I like the fashion. I like the glamour. And there's more of a fantasy element that appeals to me that isn't in any of the other shows. So that's my best answer. Yeah. Jack? I think it was also, it, it, the timing is everything in life and certainly in show business. 
and the fact that it came up at the advent of the uh, Reagan era um, and um, conspicuous consumption, and it was just, it was kind of, it was a depiction of America that resonated, you know, both with Americans and around the world of this kind of the avarice and the, the affluence of the American rich. And, and we were all miserable. And I think that there was some satisfaction that the audience took in that. Um, and, but it was, it was a depiction of a slice of, uh, of America that, that we hadn't really seen to that degree before where you, you, you know, the flowers were real and the jewels were real. The caviar and, was real. Yeah, and it was, you know, they, they went to great lengths. It yeah, was brought to you by people who admired wealth. As Michael Douglas said, greed is good. Yeah. To that point, I, I found an article in the Los Angeles Times calendar section that was written about the show and about in Serbia that the Communist Party was trying their damnedest to get the show off the air because they didn't want their people thinking <laughs> that this is how people live. Everybody lives in, 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 in America, and it's bad for the workers, and the workers must unite against this this propaganda they never did they they, they showed aired the whole show but uh... <laughs> actually my first trip abroad was to norway because in norway the same thing jj just described the norwegian authorities wanted they took the show off the air because it was immoral and blah 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 and they some very enterprising individual decided well i'm going to rent video cassettes of the show and they brought me over to advertise the fact and my welcome was absolutely breathtaking i had never been abroad before i was there solely because of dynasty and they showed up in this arena ten thousand people at least and they just began to yell solely because of dynasty and i had an interview afterwards with the only socialist journalist i think i've ever met who said mr thompson don't you think that what you are portraying is um, immoral and ask you excuse me do you like holidays well Yes, of course I do. Everybody does. I said, that is what we provide an hour a week of holiday. Yeah. That's all it is. And I think everybody loves any kind of holiday that is that carefree. You're watching gorgeous people who are so screwed up and doing mean things to each other and dressed beautifully with some of the best looking women ever in front of a camera. But what's wrong with that? That's a wonderful way to spend an hour. Guys. Guys, that was the genius of Aaron Spelling. Yep. I mean, his shows were never going to be a, you know, be a cultural revolution. Of, but what he did do well is escapism. He allowed, you know, Fantasy Island, Love Boat, Dynasty. They were all huge hits, and they were what they were. I mean, and he had a he had a knack for knowing that people wanted that kind of escapism. Um, I wish there was kind of some of that in television today. Jack. Think about it. I mean, the, we were the sort of the kind of the upscale version of, and also the slightly uh, edgier version of the um, Hallmark Channel. Mm -hmm. You know, the Hallmark Channel. Now, you know, my, my wife recently had neck surgery, and my sister's a doctor, and she said, you can't watch anything stressful. You, 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 you know, she couldn't read because that was too stressful. But you watch TV, but it has to be really just calming so she's been watching the hallmark channel sort of around the clock and that that is the same sort of thing it's like you're not going to be 
hor- you're not going to be scared. You're not going to be uh, horrified. You're not. It's not going <clears> to <throat> pulse pound. It's not going to freak you out. And that's 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 what Aaron Spelling did. He provided escapism, and he was the best whoever did that. I mean, he was the, you know, he he, he was the P.T. Barnum of uh, of escapist television. Cocktails with the Carringtons dot com. Cocktails with the Carringtons dot com is the website with details and information on the. Four shows that are coming to the Burbank and Los Angeles area Easter weekend featuring Jack Coleman, who we just heard from, John James and Gordon Thompson. Cocktails with the Carringtons.com. Also have details and information on other upcoming shows. You can find out if Cocktails with the Carringtons is coming to a venue near you. We'll take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with John James, Jack Coleman, and Gordon Thompson. We come back on TV Confidential. One more item, if you love Ella Fitzgerald, our friend Jeffrey Mark celebrates the music of the First Lady of Song every week on Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.